Brendan Elgin, you could be packed like sardines during a coronavirus pandemic and nobody could touch it. Apart from the other sardines, obviously. People are packed in like sardines and subway sex crimes are up over 50%. While we deal with this, Bill de Blasio is being chauffeured to his gym miles away. New Yorkers deserve better. And I'm going to fight every day to make sure they get it. Even if you aren't trip-chaining, it's no fun being stuck in a traffic jam. That's a large number of vehicles close together, moving slowly. Or being packed into a crowded train like sardines. Let's face it, travelling by car or by public transport can be really miserable. G'day you mob and welcome to Aussie English. I am your host Pete and my objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to sound like a fair dinkum Aussie or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. Let's go. Guys, what's going on? How are you mob going? Welcome to this episode of Aussie English. I'm your host, Pete, and this is the Aussie English podcast, the number one podcast for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English and get a fair income dose of Aussie history, news, current affairs, culture, slang, everything like that. You know, it's also pretty much a podcast about my life. You pretty much, you guys probably get way too much information about me, so um, take it for what it's worth, I guess. Anyway, welcome to this episode, guys. Remember, if you would like the full transcripts for these episodes, the premium podcast player so that you can read and listen to the text as it scrolls along on the screen, whether using your phone, tablet or computer, as well as the videos for these episodes that members are currently lucky enough to be watching. They will be watching this video right now then make sure that you sign up for the premium podcast membership at aussieenglish.com.au or the academy membership, which includes the premium podcast membership. So, it just depends what your flavor is. The academy has a whole bunch of other more advanced content in there for English learners who take that stuff seriously and want more Australian content focused on Australianisms, Australian culture, history, news and current affairs. They want speaking calls, group speaking calls with Australian English teachers. Teacher Ian is in there. Teacher Tara may have started. I'm about to bring her on. So, she's going to be doing lessons as well. That's what the Academy's for. The premium podcast is separated because I had a lot of users who just wanted the text. Really, they like to study their own way or maybe they just wanted to read and listen at the same time. So, that's how those two things differ. The premium podcast is much more focused on just the text is there for you guys if you want to listen and read at the same time. But also, you now get these expression videos that include text on the screen. You'll get uh, clips coming up so that you can more easily understand what I'm talking about, everything like that. Um, And the Academy is the premium podcast plus a whole lot more course content and everything else. Anyway, spiel aside, welcome to this episode, guys. I hope you are going well. It is probably the end of summer by the time that this episode comes out, although this has been a pretty average summer. If I'm to use some Australian slang, the summer has been pretty piss poor, right? It has been pretty horrible in terms of warm days. I think in Victoria here in my hometown of now Kerr Lewis, well, my hometown would be, I guess, Ocean Grove. 
we now live in a place called Kerr Lewis. This summer, we've only had two days over the 35 degree mark, which is next to unheard of. It's very uncommon. In fact, today was 18 degrees. You know, I think, what's the date today? I'm filming this on the 2nd of February. So, it was 18 degrees today. I I wore pants. Could you believe it? I I wore pants to work. Scary times. Um, Besides that, guys, if you want the free worksheet, don't forget to go down below and you'll be able to download that. And if you are a member, it'll be included in the PDF download. Let's get into the episode, guys. So, as usual, I like to start these episodes with a joke and I try and connect this to the expression that's being broken down and talked about in the uh, episode. And today is no exception. So, see if you can see how this joke is linked to the expression which we'll get into shortly. All right. So, here's the joke. Hold your laughter, okay? Just wait. Hold your horses. Hold your laughter. It's going to be hilarious. What did the shark say after eating the clownfish? Right? So, a shark is a type of fish. They tend to- they're not bony fish, right? They have cartilage instead of bones and they have usually a lot of teeth and uh, cause a lot of strife for surfers quite often in Australia. Clownfish are the kind of fish that live around anemones. Those little fish that are often, I think most of the time, orange and white stripes. They're funny looking, right? Because they're clownfish. Nemo. Nemo was a clownfish. So, the joke. What did the shark say after eating the clownfish? Hmm. That tasted a little funny. Well, let me get this straight. You think that killing those guys is funny? I do. And I'm tired of pretending it's not. <laughs> right? Clownfish. Clowns are funny, like ha-ha funny. They're hilarious. But you can say funny in this sense when you want to talk about smells or s- usually senses. The way something smells, the way something tastes, the way it feels, the way it looks. The way it- what sense have I forgotten to mention? Feels. Um, If it's funny, it's a little strange. It's weird. It's not as expected. Ooh, that's a bit funny. That's a bit weird. That's a bit strange. But it's not like funny. Ha ha ha. That was really funny. So, there you go. What did the shark say after eating the clownfish? Hmm, that tasted a little funny. But umpsh. So, today's expression is packed in like sardines. You may also hear this as packed like sardines or even crammed like sardines or crammed in like sardines. There's kind of some variations here. You can use crammed or packed and you may or may not use the word in. But let's just go with packed in like sardines. So, packed. If you pack something, you put a lot of that thing into something else, right? Like a a box. If you- we recently moved house and if you move house, you tend to pack a lot of your stuff into boxes. You pack it up, you pack the stuff into boxes. But this can also be that you've put a lot of stuff into a box. You've really forced it in there. You've packed it in, right? You've crammed it. Cramming is that movement. You've crammed that stuff in. You've forced it in. Packed in, crammed in, forced in. The word like. This is used to mean similar to. Right? It's used to compare something to something else. So, my right hand is like my left hand. Um, I am like my grandfather in that we both are bald. Right? Um, I'm like my dad in that we both like dad jokes. <laughs> like. We use it as a comparative 
kind of word. And then the word that you may not know in this expression, packed in like sardines, is the word sardine. A sardine is a young pilchard, another word that you may not know, or other young or small herring-like fish, right? So, a sardine is effectively a small fish and you can often get these in tins where they're all lined up together. They're all packed in, they're all crammed into the tin like sardines, right? They're all forced in there. There's lots of them lined up and you can eat them. So, the expression, I think I've just given it away, packed in like sardines or crammed in like sardines means that you've got a lot of things or people or animals or even sardines in a single place without much move, with, without much room to move around, right? There's barely any space. They're kind of crammed up together. They are, you know, as we would say in Australian slang, chockers or chocker block. There's a lot of those things in that place and there's not much space packed in like sardines, crammed in like sardines. So, as usual, let's go through some examples of how I would use this expression, okay? Example number one. Now, this is a personal example about my life. When I was a young whippersnapper, probably of about 18 to maybe 22 years old, I I used to love music. I was a guitarist. I used to sing and I was very, very interested in going to live music events, to concerts. And my favorite sort of genre of music was progressive rock or alternative rock or metal. And so, I used to love listening to a whole bunch of Australian bands called things like Carnival, Cog, The Butterfly Effect, Dead Letter Circus. Those were my bread and butter when it came to music in Australia. Definitely check out those bands if you like um, alternative metal or progressive rock and you want to learn um, about the Australian scene, Carnival, Cog, The Butterfly Effect, and Dead Letter Circus. They're awesome. So, I definitely uh, recommend that you check them out. Find them on YouTube or Spotify. And yeah, I remember going to these concerts and I would always try and get into the mosh pit, which is that part right in front of the main stage where everyone is crammed in like sardines. They are packed in like sardines. It's chock-a-block full of people. They're all really pushed in together. Um, There's a huge amount of people, huge group of people, and they're packed in like sardines. Example number two. So, last year on Boxing Day, the 26th of December, the day after Christmas Day, um, this is the day where stores in Australia usually do a lot of sales. So, it's kind of like- it's kind of like Black Friday, but after Christmas when stores are trying to clear all of their excess stock, trying to get rid of it. So, Kel and I were like, you know what, we're going to go into uh, Geelong and we're going to see if we can snap up a good deal, if we can find a good deal on a few items that we want for the house. You know, you could TV, games, books, clothes, cutlery, plates, could be all sorts of stuff that's getting sold. We went into a mall at a place called Warren Ponds, which is nearby, and there were thousands of people, you know. Clearly, we weren't the only people to have the idea of going out on- um, Boxing Day to try and snap up a good deal. So, when we went into some of these stores, we were packed in like sardines. We were crammed in like sardines. It was chock-a-block full of people. It was, you know, there was barely- there was no room anywhere, right? It was just- it was horrible. Example number three. 2020 was a year where gatherings in Australia were pretty much banned, right? Because we had lockdown. Um, We had the social distancing rules come in. People couldn't gather in groups of more than, you know, sometimes one other person. 
So, a lot of events like footy games, you know, Australian rules football and cricket matches just didn't go ahead. But now that lockdown has been lifted and people can now go to those games, there's been a huge surge in attendance because lots of these people have, you know, sort of had cabin fever where they've been locked up at home and they've wanted to finally go out and go to these events. And so, when they go, the crowds are packed in like sardines. They're crammed in like sardines. There are tons of people. There are huge crowds, loads of people going to footy matches and cricket games. So, there you go, guys. Now, you should know the meaning of the phrase packed in like sardines or crammed in like sardines. Sardines being those little fish and you often find them in um, stores like Woolies and Coles, you know, the supermarket chains in Australia. Inside those cans, you open up the can and they are packed in, funnily enough, like sardines, the things that they are, right? It means that you are in a location, don't have much room to move, right? There is a lot of something. There are many things somewhere and there's not much room to move. So, let's have a listen to those clips again and see if you can now understand the context of this expression, how it was being used and everything like that. You lived in Elgin. You could be packed like sardines during a coronavirus pandemic and nobody could touch you. Apart from the other sardines, obviously. People are packed in like sardines and subway sex crimes are up over 50%. While we deal with this, Bill de Blasio is being chauffeured to his gym miles away. New Yorkers deserve better. And I'm going to fight every day to make sure they get it. Even if you aren't trip-chaining, it's no fun being stuck in a traffic jam. That's a large number of vehicles close together, moving slowly. Or being packed into a crowded train like sardines. Let's face it, travelling by car or by public transport can be really miserable. Good job, guys. Good job. Now, as always, after the clip, we go through the listen and repeat exercise. This is your chance to practice your English pronunciation. Remember to... Copy me as best you can if you're trying to work on Australian pronunciation. If you're working on another kind of accent, you know, British, American, or just doing your own thing, copy what I'm doing in terms of the words that I'm saying and pronounce it in the accent that you're going for. Okay, so let's do this. Two, to be, to be packed, to be packed in. To be packed in like. To be packed in like sardines. 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 I felt packed in like sardines. You felt packed in like sardines. He felt packed in like sardines. We felt packed in like sardines. They felt packed in like sardines. It felt packed in like sardines. 
Good job, guys. Now, one thing I do want to mention here is that this phrase is kind of strange when you use it in singular phrases. So, to say, I was packed in like sardines, she was packed in like sardines, it was packed in like sardines. It's a bit weird because like sardines would suggest that there were many of them, you know, many things, many people. And if it's singular, I was, he was, she was, it was, it's a bit strange because- there's only one of you. So, how do you get packed in like sardines if there's only one person? But I did it for the sake of conjugating these phrases. So, it sounds much more natural when you hear the pronouns you, we, and they. Man, there were a lot of interesting things going on there in terms of pronunciation. So, if we break down a little bit of this, I felt packed in like sardines. Felt. 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 I wonder if you notice what happened there with that word. So, if you were to really pronounce this by pronouncing each letter, felt, you would say the L and the T clearly. Felt, felt. But in this phrase, the way that the words are sort of structured, the connection of the different words, the connected speech, changes the sounds of the L and the T. So, you're going to hear felt. Felt. I felt packed in. I felt packed in. I felt packed in. The L is becoming the dark L because it's after a vowel and it is followed by a consonant sound. So, in this case, I'm not putting the tongue to the top of my mouth to say ooh. I'm just using my lips. Oh, felt, felt. I'm just using my lips to do that sound. The T, because it is in front of the word Packed, which starts with another consonant, P, the T is actually getting stopped in my throat, or you could potentially do it in your mouth with the tongue coming up. Felt, stopping it with the tongue, so you're not releasing that T, that stop consonant, or felt, where you're stopping it in the throat, felt packed in, felt packed in. So, that's some really advanced stuff in terms of pronunciation, and I do recommend, I highly recommend if you are trying to wrap your head around that kind of advanced aspect or aspects of Australian pronunciation or English pronunciation in general to check out my Australian English pronunciation course at aussieenglish.com.au forward slash APC. It's the best way for you to sound more like an Australian, to develop that Aussie accent and to learn those really advanced aspects of pronunciation and connected speech. More recently, I added 25 new advanced lessons covering things like the dark L, muted consonants, consonant clusters, the syllabic N, the syllabic L. There's loads of advanced stuff stuff in there. So, I really recommend that you go and check it out. Now, before we finish up, guys, let's do- let's go through a little Aussie English fact. And I thought today, I was like, "Mm, how can I tie in sardines with Australia? I don't know if we have sardines here and we definitely have them in the shops, but I don't know if we have- I assume we have sardines in the water. Um, Excuse me. But I don't think I've ever actually seen any personally. So, I thought instead maybe I'll talk about sharks. And then I thought flake. Flake at fish and chip shops, right? And so, yeah, I'm not talking about flake as in the chocolate bar where it's very flaky. I'm talking about flake as in the generic term that's used by Australians to refer to shark meat at fish and chip shops. So, I have taken a little clip, a little part out of Wikipedia here to sort of talk about what flake is. Let's have a look. Flake is a term used in Australia to indicate the flesh of any of several species of small shark, particularly the gummy shark. 
The term probably arose in the late 1920s when the large-scale commercial shark fishery off the coast of Victoria was established. Until that time, shark was generally an incidental catch rather than a targeted species. So, people would not be going out there trying to specifically catch shark to consume, but if they were using big hauling nets, you know, dragging them along to catch things like maybe sardines, tuna, other kinds of fish. They may have caught sharks by mistake and then instead of just chucking them back, they will have just eaten them. Flake rapidly became popular. It was a mild flavour, a soft texture that nevertheless remains well defined after cooking and a clean white appearance. A special advantage is that flake has no bones because sharks are cartilaginous, right? So, they have cartilage, they don't have bones, they are cartilaginous. These qualities combined with the ready supply and a low price saw flake become by far the most popular and common type of fish to be served in Australian fish and chip shops. Flake remains popular but is no longer especially cheap. In fact, if you were to go to the local fish and chippery, fish and chip shop, It'd probably cost you about $9 for a large piece of flake, whether battered and uh, fried or grilled. Although the primary shark species sold as flake is the gummy shark, there are also a whole bunch of other sharks that are caught, including school shark, elephant shark, whiskery shark, Australian black tip shark, saw shark, various dog sharks, and the wobbygong. Check out the wobbygong. It's a pretty cool shark. So, with that, guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget, if you are not a member yet, you can still download the free worksheet for this episode. But I also highly recommend that you sign up to become a member to get all the extra content to really level up your English quickly. With that aside, guys, I hope you really enjoy this episode and I'll see you next time. Peace.